0: It's the Pistons Pod, presented by Uptime Energy Drink.
1: Now here's your host,
0: Matt Derry.
1: Welcome in everybody to another edition and installment of the Pistons Pod. It is indeed brought to you by Uptime Energy Drink. Matt Derry with you another week as we talk some Pistons basketball. Our guest today is Pistons assistant Rex Kalamian. Rex, of course, ran the game for Dwayne Casey on a Thursday night in Indianapolis against the Pacers as Dwayne has been out for personal reasons, Rex, longtime assistant in the NBA, first year with the Pistons, is the acting head coach right now as Detroit gets ready for a weekend set: Saturday noon against Houston, and Sunday at six against the Miami Heat. And he joins me right now. Hey, Rex.
0: Hi, Matt. How are you?
1: Good, buddy. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
1: Uh, it's it's been a wild time, certainly with everything going on. Uh, you step into the lead seat on Thursday. Um, and the team right now is in the midst of a 13-game losing streak. How difficult has it been uh, both on and off the floor, or or is this just part of growing pains right now?
0: Well, it's definitely difficult. Um, losing is never fun. Losing streaks are never fun. Um, you know, I think when you look at our team and you look at what we're doing, um, you have to have a sense for uh, of the big picture um, and understand that we are a very young team, Um we are trying to play an exciting brand of basketball that uh, is good in pace and share the basketball and shoot threes. And, um, you know, we're learning along the way. And, uh, you know, this is a part of growing, unfortunately, is sometimes, you know, you have to hit rock bottom before you can climb your way back up. But we're getting a lot of valuable experience for a lot of young players. And uh, at some point, you know, all the – the work that we put in and the good days that we keep stacking on top of each other in terms of practice and, and games um, is going to pay off at some point.
1: How much do, do things change for you on game day when you get word that you're going to be running the show?
0: Yeah, quite a bit, right?
1: Um, <laughs>
0: normally, normally I, I, you know, I'm in charge of the defense. So I have one side of the basketball to kind of focus and concentrate on. Um, and I know exactly what, Indiana is going to run, and I put all my focus and energy into that, and any afternoon film I would be watching on on Indiana uh, would be their offense and, and how it relates to what we're doing defensively, um, but when I got word uh, from Dwayne that he wouldn't be there last night, uh, I had to adjust my thinking a little bit and, and look at different um, different film and ways to score, how we were going to score, and think a little bit more offensive-oriented than defense, for sure.
1: What's it like working with him? And I know there's some head coaches, and, and, and I'm not going to name names or you're not going to name names, but some guys, hey, this is my situation, my team, and and, and I think Dwayne seems like he, he gives a lot to his assistants to do and to chew on. I've, I've spoken to many of them, current and, and past, um, and it's got to be a joy to work for a guy like that.
0: It is, and, you know, I've, I've worked – Dwayne Casey, two other occasions um, in Minnesota as an assistant coach in 2004, and then again for three years um, at, with the Toronto Raptors, three really successful years with the Toronto Raptors uh, in 2015 through 18. So um, uh, I'm used to Dwayne. I, I know his style and his system. He does give a lot of flexibility to his assistant coaches to coach, um, he encourages a lot of uh, uh, a lot of feedback from his coaches and he wants his coaches to be active. And um, I've certainly been able to grow uh, underneath him, you know, for the amount of years that I've been with him.
1: Rex Kalamian uh, with me, Pistons assistant coach, currently the active uh, head coach uh, with Dwayne out for uh, personal reasons. Do you know the rotation, you know, in, in terms of sitting in the big chair Is there kind of a way and a system that Dwayne has it going right now that you already know, or or did you put your spin on some things on Thursday?
0: Well, in terms of players who play in the game and their rotation and how they come in and out in substitution pattern, that's something that that he and I discuss on a daily basis anyway. um, You know, we have a plan going into the game, and we discuss the plan going into the game as to who's going to play and how they're going to play, what minutes are they going to play. But, you know, it's really just basically a, a structure of how you want to, how you'd like it to go. Now, it's hard to, when you start incorporating foul trouble and, um, off nights for some guys or bad nights, you have to mix and match some things. So, um, in terms of that and how, who plays and stuff like that, I'm, I'm very familiar with a lot of that. Um, I think there's a lot of the, the, the biggest thing Watching both sides of the ball, making sure that you make the proper adjustments defensively. Like, for instance, uh, do we want to blitz a particular guy? Do we want to double team the post? Do we want to do something? And then offensively, who needs to touch the ball a little bit more? Who needs to shoot the ball? What can I do for this particular player who just hit two threes? Um, you know, you just there's different things that you need to think of during you know different parts of the game.
1: I watch Indiana a lot as well, and I know you were you were focused on them on Thursday night. Back cuts and and ones. It was like an and one fest. And I know uh, I know you said it after the game. Hey, if we're gonna foul it, let, let's make them shoot two and not one. That that's not gonna win you a lot of games.
0: Right, and not only do we foul, uh, make some soft fouls on 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 baskets and layups, but we also fouled when we were in the penalty already. So um, you know that's just. A lack of discipline on our part, moving your feet, trying to stay in front of the basketball, not necessarily reaching all the time uh, with your hands, but playing a little bit more with your feet and your chest. Um, and I thought we just gave him too many points, like above and beyond uh, Levert getting to his right hand a little too much and downhill on us. Um, all that other stuff really compounds. When you're fouling and you're in the penalty, and when you're fouling on and one opportunities, it, it, it builds up, and Um, You know, unfortunately for us, you know, we we, we gave up too many points last night. Um, Even in the fourth quarter, though, we had a chance with a couple timely threes to close the gap a little bit. And um, I just overall, honestly, I I love the way our team played last night, how they responded. Um, We played with great spirit and great force, great pace. We scored 28 points in transition. And um, I like the overall, you know, the overall uh, vibe of our team last night.
1: Cade Cunningham has a lot to do with that. Certainly, uh, you know, when you guys get a rebound and and, and can push with Cade, how how, how special is he? And I know you worked last year in Sacramento, so you're with De'Aaron Fox, who just is a speed demon. Cade's a different type of player, but you want the ball in your hands of guys that you trust, don't you?
0: No question. I mean, Cade has the ability to get to the rim. He's got great size. Great hands, great finisher at the rim. Um, you know, some of his, I would say, uh, hiccups and troubles have come where he's turned the ball over in traffic. And a lot of that is going to come with his maturity, his ability to get stronger and make some plays. Um, you know, I, I coached Kevin Durant early in his second year in the league, and he had a lot of similar types of turnovers where he sees the play, wants to make the play, but maybe doesn't quite yet have the strength to get through a shot block or to go through somebody's chest to make the play. And I really believe that with a guy like Cade, his turnovers will continue to drop as he gets older and he starts to realize um, and get stronger and, and figure out how to make some of these plays at the rim.
1: Who does he remind you of? Uh, I know people have compared him to Grant Hill and stuff, but what about you?
0: No, definitely. I mean, I definitely see some Grant Hill in him. Uh, You know, it's, it's funny because he's got such a, uh, a unique style about him, but he's, he's able to play multiple positions, which is good. Um, and he's, he's an attacker, uh, off the, off the dribble and he just does, does a, a lot of different things. Um, I didn't necessarily compare him to anybody. I, I know he, he kind of has that Grant Hill aspect to him though, for sure. Um, but I, I think that, you know, without putting him in a box as to who he's going to be like, I think he's going to really, you know, develop his own little style, and um, I, you know he's a really good player, uh, obviously, and he demands a lot of attention, which is going to be good. It's going to help get other players open and, and benefit other players on his
1: team. Rex Kalamian uh, with me, Matt Derry with you on the Pistons pod, brought to you by Uptime Energy Drink. All right, the Sadiq Bay cold start has been well documented, but all of a sudden Thursday night he he was hot, and uh, you guys found him. Boy, that was a nice spark, wasn't it?
0: For sure. I mean that's a Sadiq bay that we um that we know and expect and want to see every night. Um a guy who's attacking, playing a little bit in the post, playing a little bit on the three point line and getting to the free throw line. You know, he was seven for seven uh from the free throw line last night and that was just um a really good indication that he's attacking the rim and that he's playing with freedom and he's playing with pace. Um I, I really enjoyed watching his game last night. He just, he just looked like he was having fun. And, um, you know, we, that's who, that's what we want him to do. We want him to play loose and have fun, rebound the basketball. He had 10 boards last night, five assists. He was just really an overall solid, solid basketball player. And, um, that's, that's what he is. Been in a little slump, but I expect him to break out of it.
1: I was going to ask you about the rebounding. Certainly, it, it, it's gone down a little bit with Kelly Olynyk's injury, and this isn't a big team. I know uh, Troy Weaver has always wanted to win the, the battle on the backboards and, and has brought bigs in before. You're already a little bit undersized with Isaiah Stewart, but talk about how gang rebounding and certainly a guy like Sadiq Bey has to get in there and, and, and do some dirty work for you. Well,
0: that's huge. I mean, we are very small. Um, you know, we don't really play a true four-man. Um, you know, some nights – uh, it, it might be Riley Magruder. Last night it was Isaiah Livers for a little bit. Um, sometimes it's Josh Jackson. We really, we really move our, 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 our four man around and we play small and our backup five and Trey Lyles is really a backup four who's playing the five position. Um, and some nights like rebounding is, you know, the demise of us. Unfortunately, we may get a stop, but we don't end up coming you know, up with the loose ball or the rebound. So um, it has to be a team-oriented aspect, and we talk about it all the time. We've got to have five guys on the boards. We can't have people leaking out trying to get down the floor offensively. we got to come in and secure the rebound first, and then we can get out and run. And, um, you know, some nights it's a big emphasis. I mean, sometimes most nights it's the key to our, our winning or losing a basketball game is are we able to rebound the basketball
1: and you throw in the fact that, on like you said last night, you're facing Sabonis and, and Turner. I know that that combo hasn't uh, uh, you know, necessarily meant a ton of Ws for Indiana either, but that uh, probably was not the greatest of matchups for you last night.
0: No, it wasn't, especially when they're rolling. Like, if Turner likes to pop, we could deal with it. Same thing with Sabonis. So we don't mind them popping for threes because we really felt like we could cover it. But when they roll and they put their feet in the paint at the tip of the rim – um you know a lot of times if our five man is covering in the pick and roll and he can't get back in time the guy that's picking up that seven footer is normally like a six four six five guy and it's just not enough size underneath so um we really have to do some different things defensively to counteract that big rolling to the rim and um uh you you know it's a it's a a team game and uh team defense for sure even though it starts individually we have to play it as a collective group and uh, you know some nights uh, we're not there or I should say some stretches we go through in games just like the game last night in Indiana where we don't we forget to help each other and um, there's some breakdowns so um, you know it's, a, it's an everyday thing we watch film today and hopefully we got a little bit better and we understand where some of our deficiencies are and we'll come back tomorrow against Houston and be, be that much better.
1: I know you mentioned the the defense is sort of your forte. What about offensively and, and shooting threes? Rex, you've been in this league a long time. Are, are you just dumbfounded sometimes when there's a two-on-one or a three-on-one and you can get that layup or get that dunk and and guys are kicking it out for threes? You, you have to play that way now to win, don't you?
0: Well, I, I think you do. Um, and I, I'm a big proponent of shooting threes. I'm a big proponent of catch-and-shoot threes. Uh, and I'm, I'm a huge proponent of corner threes. Um, you know, when you look at the numbers statistically, they hold up, uh, the lead shoots average, uh, 39% from the corner, which is a great shot. Um, mid range twos, uh, at, I would say the last eight minutes of the game I like to bring those into the game, uh, mid range. But, uh, for the most part, I think the ball should be driven to the rim and kicked out for threes or finish at the rim. Uh, You know that's what we're trying to get to and 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 i know coach casey has uh some of the same philosophies offensively is drive the basketball until they stop you and then let's get some kick out threes but um you know it's it's like 70 percent of the teams that win in this league win the three-point game uh and 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 uh that's no uh coincidence you know if if you make more threes than your opponent you're usually going to win the game
1: is that why frank jackson is such a weapon right now
0: well, Frank Jackson plays with uh, a spirit and uh, with a force and he has a way of getting open. Um, he plays with a little fearlessness. Um, I, I love, I love it when, you know, he comes out there and he, uh, most nights he's a shot maker for us. Really like, you know, what he brings our offense. Uh, he brings us some spacing. Um, and yeah, I mean, overall, like, you know, last night he was three for six from the, from the three-point line, and he just kind of opened things up for other people. He moves without the basketball, too, which is which is really, you know, a huge part of being an offensive, a good offensive team, is being able to constant movement, right? We've seen that with Steph Curry and uh, how he's really perfected that, that moving without the basketball.
1: Noon game on a Saturday. Is that a, an advantage or disadvantage for the home team or road team? What do you think?
0: Well, <laughs> It's an advantage if we go to sleep at 10 o'clock at night. But I don't know if, uh, you know, if we're up all night, it, it makes it more difficult to get your body going in the, in, in the early morning. But um, I would say that, you know, the team that kind of starts out, you know, with the mindset of attacking the game early is going to be in good shape. Um, a lot of times in these noon games, and, and I've been a part of a lot of them, um, you know, coaching with the Los Angeles Clippers it seemed like every Sunday we had the noon game, yeah, while the Lakers yeah. had the six o'clock game. And um, you know, you got to really be ready. You got you got to get your team ready to play. Um, and you know, you got to just get in the gym a little bit earlier and get a good workout, a good sweat, and be ready at the jump ball. And it's kind of a AAU basketball type feel. Um, we have enough young guys who AAU basketball not isn't, isn't that far off from where they were playing, and uh, we should hopefully be ready at noon tomorrow.
1: What do you think you, 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 like I said, you've been well-traveled and you've worked with uh, some really great organizations. What do you think of where this thing is headed here in Detroit led by certainly Troy Weaver and, 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 uh, and Dwayne Casey?
0: I'm really excited about it, honestly. And, and, you know, it's hard to say because we're in the midst of a losing streak right now. And when you lose, nothing looks good. Um, but I, I really do feel like our young players are getting better. Um, if you, I guess watch the daily work like I do if you if you watch the film and you kind of dissect it like we do as coaches um you have a better vibe and a better feel for it um you know it may be hard to understand sometimes if if um you watch it a little more casually but I we are in the trenches and we know that these guys are getting better individually and collectively we know that the organization has a plan uh we know that there's uh a room for improvement in this year in trade in free agency in uh in, in draft choices and um you know I worked with with Troy Weaver before in Oklahoma City and uh he's very very good at what he does um i, I have full support uh in in in, in, in and and trust in management and we have the best owner in in NBA in my opinion so we're in good shape It's just going to take a little while, and and hopefully people understand that, you know, in order to get very, very good or great, sometimes you have to start from the bottom, and that's what we're doing right now.
1: Rex, great talking to you. Uh, Good luck uh, tomorrow and Sunday. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Rex Kalamian with us, Pistons assistant coach, acting head coach right now of the Pistons, right here on the Pistons pod, brought to you by our friends at Uptime Energy Drink. Of course, you can find us at Pistons.com and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you again next week.